0: I want people to understand how to read a label and within five seconds go, this is not worth my time, my money, or my health. And it's really simple to do that. There's simply one ingredient that if you omit this one ingredient, if you look at a label and you see this listed, primarily it's the first ingredient, you can go, "Eh, not for me, that's not healthy because when this one ingredient is in there, There are typically all the other chemicals and toxins because of it.
1: If you care about your skin and how you look, this is an episode that you are going to love. In this interview, I get to chat with Trina Felbert. She's a certified nurse that worked in a wound healing center and had a personal experience and story that led her to wanting to make her own skincare and sun protection line. In this interview, my goal was for you to walk away as an empowered consumer. You will know how to read the labels on all your natural skincare products. You'll know how to know what uh, ingredients will actually work and move the needle as far as anti-aging results. You'll know what to look for in sun protection why it's important, and things that we should be aware of. You are going to love this episode and great news. I have a discount code for all of her products that is linked below in the description. Enjoy. Okay, welcome Trina Felber to the podcast. I am so looking forward to this conversation. We are going to talk all things skincare and sun protection. Thank you for being here. I'm
0: super excited. This is one of my favorite topics. I totally geek out on this. So thank you for having me on.
1: Yes. Amazing. So I'm so glad. Let's definitely geek out. My goal is from this for women, men, whoever needs this information to walk away with really, really easy, simple ways that they can um, understand labels on their skincare products. I know a lot of us women, we're going through the ages and stages and just want to look our best. So how can we pick products that work and know what to look for for yeses and noes in them. And then I know you've got an incredible line of sun protection. We're going to talk about all the ingredients in that, why they're important, and share a bit more about your company. So, again, Perfect. very excited for this. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Um, I know that you're a certified nurse and you have spent some time in wound healing facilities. I would love to hear more about that and how you got into making these products for your family and for the world.
0: Yeah, I've been a nurse. It's so amazing to say that it's been about almost 33 years now as a nurse. Um, Incredibly, I can't believe it. I'll be turning 55 this summer. And it's just, you know, one of those things is as you're getting older, um, you know, like when I was in my 20s, things don't, you don't worry about as much. But And you feel like 50 is so far away. And then once you hit your 30s and 40s and 50s, it's like time just flies. Where did it go? But I spent my early career in yes. the burn center as a nurse. I loved it. I love being in the burn center. I love the patients. I love the care. I learned a lot about the skin, a lot. I learned that um, damaged skin can heal. And um, it heals from the inside out once it's damaged. And, but you have to take care of it from the outside in as well. The inside out is more of diet related, but outside in is really important. Um, so yeah, I spent probably my first seven, six or seven years in the burn center, uh, working with, um, a lot of extensive skin damage and learning how to heal it. And then the company um, I started Primal Life, which is, you know, all based on the idea that um, your skin and your body functions normally, or are supposed to function normally. We are given this great gift, um, where how our body really always tries to go back to normal, and unfortunately, because of what's out there, and we may or may not realize it, we're sabotaging. Our body's own ability to just function the way it's supposed to. And I just graduated from anesthesia school. It was uh, 2007. And my then fiance, husband now, uh, and I were going to get married. As soon as I graduated, we wanted to go somewhere because I was turning 40 and he was about the same age. He's a couple years younger. And we knew we wanted to start a family right away. So we went to Fiji to get married and I got pregnant on the honeymoon. Super excited. We were sort of um, just dabbling with health, like getting healthier. We were, you know, we'd already like ditched a lot of the toxic house cleaning things and laundry type of things. But it never dawned on me that personal care products were actually polluted with chemicals and toxins until I miscarried that first baby at seven weeks. And it was devastating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. It was devastating. But, you know, the best thing came from it. Um, which is the company that I developed because I got pregnant again very quickly with our daughter. Uh, I was at week seven, same place when I had miscarried, lost all signs of miscarriages and so many women out there. My heart goes out to every single one that has suffered with miscarriages because it's something that no one talks about as a woman. Um, and I get so many people that when I tell my story, they're like, thank you for saying that. I miscarried too, and it's so hard. Nobody ever talks about it. So my heart goes out to everyone, but I, I do always believe that something good comes from every pregnancy, something that you've learned about yourself or something that you've learned about the world, and you just have to put it in perspective um, and try and create the best out of the situation. And for me, it was just opening the awareness of what what's out in the environment and what can I change to better my health. And at week seven of my pregnancy with my daughter, I was getting ready for work one morning. I was using um, skincare from a company that I, and this was back in 2007, really before natural and organic became popular. And I was using a natural product from a company that I trusted. And I looked at the ingredients and I realized that there were chemicals in there, that there were toxins. Just my knowledge as a nurse, I knew that these things do cross the placenta. After doing further research, it is proven that babies are born with chemicals in them from personal care products. And some of these chemicals, unfortunately, are forever chemicals. So, you know, this was my became my new mission for myself. Of course I didn't have a company back then, but my mission was I don't want to pollute my my babies. I don't want anything in my body that I wouldn't want in their body. So I ditched everything immediately. As soon as I saw those chemicals, I my jaw hit the floor and I was like, what am I gonna do? Like I and at this point, I have a face full of acne and my skin is extremely oily. I had done two rounds of Accutane and probably everything else everybody else has done for acne, skin, and um, nothing ever worked. So at this point, it wasn't about me anymore. It was about my baby. And the only thing I could think to use was olive oil because those ladies in Italy are gorgeous. And, you know, that's in my mind what they use, (laughs) right? So I went to the kitchen and I got some olive oil and I put it in a little bowl and I put it on my skin and I went to work and I started doing this and I started seeing results. And so I started playing with more and more oils. And then I started adding essential oils and lo and behold, my skin cleared up for the first time ever. I didn't have I, I wasn't getting new breakouts and my oily skin was fading and I wasn't getting the, that oil shine on my skin. And I started getting compliments from people just saying, oh my gosh, your skin is looking really good or your skin looks great. What are you doing? And so that's when I started making my products. It started with facial, my facial products, and then de- developed into a bunch of different lines. So that's the story. And then of course that pregnancy um, was a healthy pregnancy and my daughter is going to be turning 15 this year. So that quite a while ago.
1: <laughs> beautiful. I've seen her. All of your children are beautiful. That's such a powerful story. And I love, I think one of my favorite things about having this podcast is I get to hear people's stories. And what fascinates me is, um, and you touched on it, you know, these challenges, they our pregnancies, like all these things can become something that happens for us. And from that can set us on this trajectory of creating something, you know, from that loss or struggle so much beauty can happen. And it's so hard when you're sitting in it, whatever it is, uh, particularly miscarriage. And it is so under um, talked about. And I'm so glad, you know, thank you again for sharing your story. Um, But I love that it inspired you to do something, something that needed to happen. You know, there's so many of us who um, have trusted these products that are labeled as natural. And I know we're going to talk about that. And you know, I think it's so beautiful that you created this while you had your little girl in your belly. Like it's such an intuitive, creative time in her life, and how cool for that to be part of her story with you. You know, yeah. like she co-created this company with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's amazing. It's so and beautiful. So many people. I, I just feel it, it's very inspiring. I I always say that my kids are my litmus test for my products. Everything that I make, I would never mm-hmm. sell anything that I wouldn't allow my kids to use. In fact, there's a a really funny. So after my daughter was born, then two years later, I ended up with twins. I had identical twin boys. They're now 13. They're, you know, having so much fun. They're learning to drive Formula Four cars and they're go-karting and they're, you know, just having so much fun. But it's interesting because um, you just never know what's going to happen. But when my boys were probably a year and a half old, I'll never forget I had my body butter and I was using it, um, you know, for them and for myself, um, I, especially when they were had diaper rashes and things like that, I was using it on them. But they grabbed the jar and they started putting their hands into it and they were scooping it out and just eating it. And there's this video of them eating my body butter. And I was just laughing. I'm like, well, I know it's okay. It's safe. Not necessarily what you want to be eating, but it was safe for them. And that's, you know, it was just such a good feeling because if I wasn't there and I hadn't seen it and they were eating something that's loaded with, you know, phthalates and parabens and fragrance, you know, that's not good. That is just not good. So it just made me feel so good that, you know, It's okay that if they get into something of mine and they devour all of it, I'm not going to be as concerned.
1: Yeah. And that's huge. And I think for one reason, especially those of us with kids, so important because they can get into stuff. I had um, when Levi, who's now 12, he was like almost two years old. I was doing laundry. I turned around and he was literally squirting the cleaning liquid into his mouth and eating it. And I freaked out and I called the company. And thank God it was um, thieves. It was an essential oil company. Mm -hmm. They were like, no worries, he's good to go. And so the peace of mind that that gives you when you have these kind of products in your home with kids running around is so important. And then what I really want to delve deeper in, because I think when people understand why, the why behind why checking the ingredient labels is so important, it makes the decision-making easier. It makes it easier to pay maybe a little bit extra for a product that you know is gonna prevent future things down the line. It's that investment in your health. So why, you know, we talked about when you're pregnant, everything that we put on our skin, which is our largest organ goes into our babies. We know that we've, we've seen umbilical cords tested with almost 300 chemicals in them when these babies are born. Um, But let's talk about, you know, like thyroid health or autoimmune conditions or any of these other things that some of these ingredients and what are the ingredients that we want to look for um, can cause. It's really
0: scary. Like and I don't want to I don't want to scare anyone. So first off, you know, if you're someone who is using products and you see these ingredients in them, please understand that your body, like I said earlier, is a magical thing that it can cleanse and detox. It might take time, but making the change um, will change your future. So there, it is an investment that can start today just by simple awareness and then making some changes in what you're using. And you do see drastic improvements like it's amazing to me that when you suffer from um, any kind of inflammatory disease which in reality is everything everything is caused by inflammation and you go to the doctor they never ask you what type of body care products are you using are you using things with chemicals in them because they're going to alter the way your body functions they're going to create more inflammation Never, never was I ever asked, you know, when I had acne, what are you using? And then come to find out after I did my research that a lot of the ingredients put in acne products cause acne. Like a side effect is skin conditions or rashes or irritations or inflammation. And that's all leading to skin inflammatory things like acne. So um, just first off, yeah. If you if you're looking at your ingredient labels and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. No, you're probably not. But you do need to make some changes um, for the future, and it's actually for your best interest. It's important because most of the ingredients that are listed do. That first of all, your body does absorb a lot of what you put on it, and a lot of in products put absorbent uh, absorption enhancers in them as well, meaning that because of some of the ingredients that they're using, it's hard for your skin to absorb them. So first off, a little science or health. Uh, in order to cross through your skin, something has to be lipid soluble, which basically means it's an oil. If it's not an oil and it's water soluble, it's not going to cross through your skin. So, the only way to get things through your skin is either to enhance the ability of that ingredient to attach itself to oil and get absorbed into your skin, or for it to truly just be oil, which is actually probably the healthiest thing to use. But it's expensive to use oils. So, most companies use these chemicals and use these other ingredients that they say will reduce wrinkles or, you know, anti age or whatever. And they're all chemicals and the amount of oil that's in a product is very small because that's the, that's the, uh, actually the expensive ingredients. So what they do is they'll put these enhancers in to be able to absorb and pull what they want to be pulled into the skin. Part of the problem with that is these enhancers aren't just pulling like, the good stuff in, they're actually pulling all of the bad stuff into your skin at a quicker rate so that you actually absorb more of everything, not just the bad stuff, but, you know, the good stuff too. But there's very little. Once in your skin, your skin is, um, you know, in order to maintain function, you have to have blood flow. And the blood flow from your skin doesn't go to your liver to be detoxified. I always say, you know, when you eat things, when you eat food that might not be so good for you or that isn't organic, um, your body has a built-in defense mechanism called your liver. So things go to your stomach, they get broken down. Chemicals, things, we call it first pass through your liver, will pretty much get rid of almost all the chemicals first pass so that when the blood leaves your liver, it's cleansed. And not traveling all throughout the body. There's a couple problems with that in today's society. Part of it being that we are, um, you know, especially if you're using regular skincare and eating non-organic foods, you can be overloaded with chemicals and toxins. So your bo- your liver has to work harder and might be less efficient so that more toxins pass through the first time. But the less that, the more that you decrease the toxins that you're exposing yourself, the better your liver can function, but the problem with um, skincare, so uh, eating things, hopefully your liver is detoxifying it. And, and what your liver does then is it converts it from lipid soluble, which is the oil base, to water soluble. And then you can excrete it in your urine and hopefully excrete some in your feces and, you know, your breath and your sweat. Um, those are your mechanisms for getting rid of stuff. But in your skin. When you absorb something through your skin a toxin, it goes into your bloodstream. Your bloodstream goes throughout your body. It goes to your heart and it gets pumped everywhere. So a very small portion will get make it to your liver. Everything else is traveling full strength everywhere. So when the you know when chemical companies, I always say how do you know what you're buying your skincare from a chemical company? I call them chemical companies big cosmo. Mm-hmm. But um so they don't really want you to know that piece of it because then what they tell you is oh, but there's such a tiny amount in there. But when you look at the tiny amount that then gets absorbed into your bloodstream and travels to your brain full strength, that tiny amount becomes a, a weapon, a weapon in your skin or in your body. These these things can be, um, they, they can cause problems neurologically with your neurological system. So your brain and, you know, cell, cell development and things like that. They can also be cancer causing. I, I mean, we know that a lot of these cause cancer, so it blows my mind that they know that they cause cancer and they're putting them in your in your skincare, which is being absorbed into your body. So um, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. They are hormone disruptors, so they're going to disrupt your hormones and the way your hormones function in your body. Some of them making your hormones w- work more. Some of them make your they block your hormones and some mimic your hormones and things like that. So lots of problems with hormone disruptors. And they can be allergens and irritants. There's a lot, a lot of problems with the chemicals. Now, remember at the cellular level, chemicals don't work. Your body needs nutrients. It needs vitamins. It needs minerals. It needs essential fatty acids and things like that. Antioxidants to function properly. Chemicals have no place really in your, in your body for healing
1: and keeping you functioning normally. So
0: that's the Mm -hmm. long version.
1: That was so interesting. Yeah. So I think that's huge. You know, I love that you touched on too. For people, you know, if we're going to talk about some of the ingredients that we don't want in our skincare, this isn't meant for anyone to freak out, for you to feel worried about what you've been doing. This is more to help you come from a place of empowerment when you're making these decisions. It sounds like, you know, I think a lot of people have heard the concept of dirty dozen, right? So like if you're going to choose organic foods and you have to cut back here and there, there's like the dirty dozen the fruits and vegetables that you really want to make sure are organic it sounds like when it comes to skincare skincare in general is the dirty dozen you know you talked about too which i love like our body is this incredible healing machine it can really heal on its own and inside out is so huge and important and so our liver does a great job of that but anything that goes on our skin completely bypasses that process so we've got a really give our body the benefit of not putting this stuff in there that it doesn't know what to use, it doesn't know how to use and like you said, a lot of things these things um, can cause cancer, which is so crazy that it's even in our stuff that you know our makeup doesn't have to come with a label on it. so many things you know are starting to be labeled now like this has potential carcinogens in it. I think about the products that people put on their children for diaper rashes and um, the soaps and all these things it's it's so important. And so let's go ahead and start with what are some of these like absolute no's that we want to look for as some of the prime ingredients in whether it's our makeup or skincare, anything we're putting on our skin?
0: That, I mean, that's a tough one because there's so many chemicals out there. And um, I mean, phthalates, parabens, fragrance, I, you know, those are bad. But I typically approach this differently with people because I can give you one ingredient, that if you omit this one ingredient, you probably omit every single. And I mean, when I talk about how many chemicals there are, there's probably more than five thousand chemicals that can be in skincare. Um, and in the U.S., um, they're not banned. Like in in um, the U.K., there's very few chemicals that can be put in skincare. But in the U.S., there's no there's no kind of um, no no one looking at that, no one overseeing that. So. It's hard to tell you just 5 ingredients to avoid because then there's 3500 other ingredients that you might not even know is a chemical. First off, I can tell you if it looks like a chemical and smells like a chemical, it's a chemical. By that I mean if it doesn't if it doesn't resemble a plant, like if it doesn't have a plant name on it and it has an it, and another telltale sign is a number. If it's got a number, it's definitely a chemical. But if it's not a plant name, like olive oil or coconut oil, then chances are really, really good it's either synthetic or it is a chemical. So I always like to approach this differently because I want people to understand how to actually read a label and within five seconds go, this is not worth my time. My money or my health. And it's really simple to do that. There's simply one ingredient that if you omit this one ingredient, if you look at a label and you see this listed, primarily it's the first ingredient. If you see this listed, you can go, "Eh, not for me. That's not healthy. Because when this one ingredient is in there, there are typically all the other chemicals and toxins because of it. Do you know what that ingredient is? Do you do you want to guess?
1: I might because I've watched some of your stuff and <laughs> I take a guess. Yeah. it's a, It surprises me. If this is right, it surprised me. Water. Yeah,
0: it's water. It's super simple. It's easy. This is why I want to simplify. I want I'm to make shocked. it easy. It's water. So water listed in a skincare. It's not needed. It's not necessary. It's a filler. I have looked at like people, health practitioners, a lot of times want to create their own line. So I've had some friends of mine that have sent me like, formulations. And always I formulate all of my own, my own products. Everything's formulated by me. Typically skincare companies have a scientist formulate their products. And what happens is the scientist does what they do best. It's science. They're going to use all of their things. Water Mm -hmm. is super, it's cheap and it's easy to use which is why, well skincare, a lot of times it's expensive, no matter what, if you're paying for a brand name, it's really expensive and really it shouldn't be because they're using chemicals. Chemicals are super cheap, water is almost non-existent, like you don't pay much for water. But the problem with water is um, the reason, there's two main reasons why water is horrible for your skin. Number one is because when they're putting it in skincare, they're most likely using tap water, crap water is what I call it. Tap water is contaminated, contaminated. The the reasons we don't drink it, it's contaminated with heavy metals. So that's a great way for heavy metal toxicity and heavy metals to get into your body. But it's also contaminated with drug waste and not just any kind of drugs. I'm talking the most predominant drugs that people are using, which are antidepressants, birth control pills, and uh, thyroid medications and antibiotics. So if you feel like or you think that you're not eating those things in your diet because you've omitted that, you're eating mostly like organic type foods, if you're using skincare that has tap water in it, you still are ingesting that through your skin. And, and, you know, I think about the young kids today putting all of these birth control and thyroid medications and cancer medications, heart medications in their body. And why Why are their, are their bodies so confused? And not acting normally uh, because it's under the influence of drugs. That's why it's under the influence of drugs that we're not even testing them for. And we don't even like, Mm -hmm. we're not even addressing it. So that's the main reason, um, that I, uh, that's one of the main reasons that I omit water, um, and and tell you so here's the other key thing if water is listed as an ingredient and typically it's the first ingredient i've seen the formulations it's typically between 70 and 90% made up of water all of the other ingredients make up the la- the other 10% so if water's listed first chances are really good it's somewhere between 70 and 90% water you are paying primarily for water and then if water is listed in there there has to be an emulsifier because water and oil remember oil is the ingredient that is really going to get things into your skin. It's the healthy ingredient. Um, If there's water and oil, which there typically is, you need an emulsifier. Otherwise it will separate like vinegar and oil does um, from your salad dressing. So they have to put an emulsifier in it so that it keeps it. Almost every emulsifier on the market is toxic. It's polluted. It's a chemical. It's cancer causing. It's um, messes with your hormones, all those bad things. The other thing is, is they, because water is so thin, they have to put thickeners in it. Again, you know, they're not using healthy things. They're actually using all the chemicals and the, the things that pollute your body. And, um, there's, uh, other artificial ingredients that go in and also heavy, heavy preservatives. Water grows bacteria. That's the other reason tap water is not good. It breeds bacteria. Um, and they have to make sure that your item, when you open it, isn't going to grow bacteria. It's in there The the, The reason that they put heavy um, preservatives is because they create products for a long shelf life and the preservative has to work during that shelf life. So preservatives are really, really bad. What's interesting is if you omit the water, you need none of those things and you are left with the ingredients that matter. You're left with the oils and the essential oils that literally don't grow bacteria. They don't grow bacteria because they are antibacterial in nature. Um, think of a plant. This is why I love using um, plant-based. So all of my products are plant-based as far as skincare, plant-based ingredients. We do add some other things like clays to them and um, you know, some other salt wouldn't be a plant-based ingredient, but we do add some natural type of other things. But plants in nature have to create their own own immune system or own defense because in nature a plant is exposed to pollution, radiation, viruses, bugs, fungus, everything under the sun, which is why plants you, you take the essence of the plant and it works really well to prevent bacterial growth and everything else. So when you omit water, if, if you look at a, a, your skincare and you only see plant-based ingredients, no water listed, you can pretty much guarantee that your skincare that you're using is healthy skincare with one exception if they're not organic we can get into that in a minute but if they're not using organic ingredients that is another way for like pesticides and herbicides and things like that to still get into your body but that's the that's the main reason why water on the outside isn't healthy for you the other reason is because water when you're putting a moisturizer on your skin and it's made up of say 70% water and you bought that moisturizer because it said it's anti-aging, it's going to hydrate your skin, it's going to nourish it, it's going to make your wrinkles look less um, defined, blah, 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 blah. If water is listed as the first ingredient, they sold you an anti-aging machine, but what you actually bought is something that's going to accelerate aging. Because water in an ingredient, in a moisturizer, pulls moisture out of your skin and it actually causes your skin to dehydrate more so than it's ever going to hydrate your skin in the long run. So you literally, it kills me. When women start using my products, the first thing they notice is that their skin, and it happens very quickly because you're all, basically you're rehydrating the skin. And so the cells, think of a prune versus a plum. When you put the moisture back in the skin and stop sucking the moisture out, like a, a prune, your skin goes from being a prune to a plum. And now your wrinkles uh, like women are amazed. They're like, oh my God, I couldn't believe that. Like, all I had to do is put that on, and overnight I wake up and my skin looks so much better. Like, really? That's all I had to do? And it's just the truth because water literally pulls moisture out of your skin. You think about, um, think about like when you're in a bathtub too long or in a pool and you start to get the wrinkly skin. It's just water pulls moisture out, it doesn't absorb, which is the reason why it's just not healthy for your skin. The other thing it does is it disrupts your, it's called your acid mantle layer. It's basically your sebum. So your skin normally secretes oil. What's really kind of fascinating, I had, I told you I had extremely oily skin. And my skin was extremely oily because I was dehydrating my skin with all of the water and the chemicals and all the things that are in skincare products. So my skin was trying to get back to normal. It was trying to protect itself by producing more and more oil because that oil layer on your skin, that very thin, shouldn't really notice it, but that's that's helping your, your microbiome on your skin stay healthy. And it's also holding the moisture in your skin. Unfortunately, most skin cleansers, one of the Biggest mistakes women use and men, but mostly women make um, because we wash our face probably twice a day um, is we're stripping all of that oil off our skin with the harsh ingredients in face washes. You're getting rid of that protective oil. And so you no longer have that. And then you go and put a water based moisturizer on and you suck the life right out of your skin. You suck the moisture right out of your skin. That acid mantle layer allows for good bacteria to grow, helps keep bacteria that causes acne and all other you know, a lot of other issues at bay. And it's going to keep the moisture level in your skin. So that's the main reasons. There's a couple reasons why I hate water and skincare. Um, and really, you don't need it. If you omit it, your skin will be healthier and almost instantly look, I, I say five to 10 years younger, uh, very, very quickly.
1: That was such an incredible explanation. Thank you so much. And it's so simple. Like I never I never knew that about water. And it's funny. I've started using, I got your sun protection line and I've started using, um, I have it right here, the sun up with the red raspberry seed oil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. Like my skin feels so nourished. And I'm remembering one of my favorite skin products I ever used was someone gifted me your coffee serum. Yeah. And it was I was blown away by the results and for whatever reason, I just didn't rebuy it. And now that I understand the why behind it, it's like, it makes so much sense how it worked. And that is now one of those products I'm never not going to have. I remember just feeling like I looked, my skin looked so plump and hydrated, but not over oily. I'm mm-hmm. so excited yeah. to get mine.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's, yeah. and coffee. I love that. Coffee Bean is one of our best-selling serums. And it's in um, the Glow Package. There's uh, I created a Glow Package for... Um, it's kind of like the starting package for women that don't necessarily know what to get. It's really for all skin types. I do make uh, lines that are a little bit more specific, either for summertime or for oily skin. That would be my um, carrot seed. But carrot seed is also good for dry skin. I love my carrot seed. I typically use carrot seed during the summer. Carrot seed, uh, the carrot seed, it's a moisturizer, serum, and cleanser, has two really unique oils in them. You'll be blown away by this. Um, If you've ever used Retin-A, Retin A is used to help. Mm, I did um, when I was younger. Yeah. Kind of exfoliate the skin and helps to get rid of wrinkles and uh, that kind of thing. But retin A is very damaging to the skin. And it's also very dehydrating to the skin. People get very dry from it. I mean, it's a chemical, it's synthetically made. The nice thing about carrot seed, carrot seed oil, is that it contains vitamin A, but not just the p- part that retin A uses, all the components of vitamin A. And for your skin, that means that it's going to do the good work that really Retin-A is designed to do, but without the bad things that that Retin-A does. So carrot seed oil is going to help increase cell turnover, which ultimately then helps you look younger as long as you're not using the wrong stuff with it. I mean, that makes sense. If you're going to be using um, carrot oil, but then be using all the dehydrating stuff, you're just not going to see the results. But make the switch, Mm -hmm. but also it has um, um, marula oil and bakuchi oil. And these two oils work in combination with the, uh, the, the carrot seed because the other component of skin is collagen. In our 20s, you know, when we're younger, when our teens and we're in our 20s, we have these great, like you're talking about the skin that's just like feels like it's young. It's like it's plump and you pinch it and it's like, oh my gosh, it's got some substance. But as you get older and the dehydration happens from the skincare that we're using and, you know, everything else that we're doing that's drying our skin out. You start to get that skin that's kind of sallow and it doesn't really have, like, you grab it and it's like, oh, it's so thin. Where did all that tissue go? Mm-hmm. Um, but col- we lose collagen in our 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. And we not only lose it faster, but we don't make as much of it. But what's really cool about Bakucci and um, marula oil, marula oil has an enzyme in it that prevents the breakdown of collagen. So that means when you make collagen, it's gonna last longer. Bakuchi oil stimulates your skin to make more collagen. So not only are you going to not break it down as fast, but you're going to be stimulating your skin to actually make more collagen from plants. Who would have thought? Three things from plants, carrot, marula, and bakuchi. That's another great, that's one of my favorite lines um, is the carrot seed. Um, I use it during the summer because that's when I'm sweating more. I try to, feed my skin seasonally so i've i've actually if you go through my i used to sell a box it was a skincare seasonal skincare box and it was fabulous because um it was all of my products but for the season for your skin and then during the winter is a heavier um oils the pomegranate oil is so rich and so thick it's great for the drier season of winter um And then I also have um, the the coffee and the blue and a a Beyond moisturizer and serum as well. Seasonably, it just works out amazing. But all of my skincare products can be used for all skin types. Here's my my take on skin types. People always tell me, you know, I have um, this type of skin. Um, What should I use? And I say, well, first of all, if you're buying skincare products for oily skin and wondering why you have oily skin, it's because you're buying what you're, they're selling you, oily skin. They are selling you products that are going to create oily skin because they are drying your skin out, creating more oily skin for you to buy more oily skin products. If you have oily or dry skin, you are probably buying products for dry skin. You're buying your dry skin. <laughs> what I tell people is there really is only one skin type. It's normal. If you buy the products for normal skin, you will get normal skin. Your oil production will normalize out and you won't be dry or oily except for occasions and you will be normal. So I create products that work for normal skin because I want you to have the skin that you want and that you're buying for. So while just for clarification, because people can get confused when they don't hear me talk, um, I do label like for normal to oily and then oily, normal to dry or all skin types, but across the board, everyone can use my skincare because it truly is normalizing your skin to be normal.
1: Amazing. I wish I would have known of this when I was in my late teens. I had like you, I can't believe you had acne. Your skin is beautiful. I had horrible acne. I remember I would literally wash my face and I would like pray when I had the soap on my face, like, please God, if you (laughs) love me, just let me look up and it's gone. (laughs) Like every night I would pray. I'd pray I'd wake up the next morning. Like oh, I know. And no, when you look no, no.
0: in the mirror, you look in the mirror and you're like, is it gone? It's, oh. And it's the... Oh, you like pray every time. You can. I can feel it. Like I know that feeling. I remember it. It's not hard to tap into that. It's so heartbreaking to wake up every single day. And so my heart goes out to men and women and kids that deal with it. So that's one of the reasons that I created a skincare line that literally will help renormalize and rebalance the skin. Of course, there's internal issues. Your, your gut health is really uh, another component of skin health. Of course, your immune system, of course, your diet, of course, medications all affect and your hormones, even for women during their um, cycle um, can affect it. But If you're using skincare products that are literally made with drugs, you are not helping your situation out. You're actually probably making it worse. Chances are really good it's making it worse because it's affecting not just your skin, but all of the internal components that make your skin look good as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. So before we switch on to sun protection, I'm really excited to talk about this as well. Um, Can you just touch on so the product that you specified is really good for acne. Is there a specific one that has the carrot oil? And then the next one that you talked about with the collagen, is there a named product for that? Or does any of your lines contain that? The the ones I that I talked
0: those. about, yeah, the ones where that I talked about with the carrot um, and the Bakuchi and Marula, that is the carrot seed. So if you lo- you're you looking under skincare on my website, it's the carrot seed. That is the carrot seed line. That's my favorite for the summer. That is my favorite for the summer. Um, and then the other um, products. I mean, you can still like again. They're made for all, everybody. The glow package um, for someone who it's got the it's got my earth cleanser and all of them. This is why I like to to just switch things up through the seasons. And it doesn't mean you can't use carrot seed during the winter or during you know the fall. Um, I just do it. That's my routine. I just typically use carrot seed during the summer. And then I move on to my, I think it's the glow package I use during the fall. The glow package has my earth face cleanser in it, which has clay in it, clay and honey. So it's a great blend because clay pulls literally is like a magnet and deep cleanses your, your tissue. I do that one twice a year. So I do that in the fall and I do that in the spring. Those are the cleansing seasons. Think about when are you cleaning your house out? You're cleaning your house out during the spring and also during the fall, you're getting ready for that winter. So I do the, 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 the earth during those cleansing seasons to pull stuff out of my skin that maybe I was overexposed to during the summer months and Overexposed during the winter when you're like trying to you know hibernate a little bit. Especially you're in Florida, so it doesn't matter as much for you. But you know we're in Ohio, and then but the earth is really great because it's got the um, deep cleansing. So if you're someone that just feels like I need a deep cleanse, the glow package is amazing. The coffee bean serum in the morning, you use coffee in the morning, blue at night. Coffee bean itself is amazing because it's got a little bit of caffeine in it. And that caffeine for your skin is incredible. It's like a little pick-me-up. And then we add a little bit of a collagen in there. And um, the collagen helps with hydration a little bit. Collagen, don't don't be fooled by collagen in skincare products, including my own, um, because that's the only product I put collagen in, because it's a really great hold the moisture in very little collagen actually absorbs into your skin. So if you're buying a product that's like, oh, it's got collagen and it's going to pump your skin up. Not really. That's what I use the Marula and Bakuchi oils for. Um, Those will get in your skin and do more than collagen in a product. Maybe a little bit of collagen will get in, but chances are really good. Collagen is either going to be from the two oils that I mentioned, or from a diet perspective, what you're eating—if you're eating enough things that support collagen production, or if you're eating collagen um, itself. So, um, but the coffee bean is incredible. At night, it's the blue. Blue is one of my top selling. That that combination is actually one of my top selling. The blue, the way we make blue is incredible. So blue is—I call it blueberry um, serum. And it's blu, not blue. It's blue because it has an essential oil in it that is colored blue, so it has a slight blue tinge to it. Um, but it won't tinge your skin, uh, we're not going to walk around with blue skin. But it, what, how we make it is we use a base of a couple oils, really great, um, really great, really loaded with nutrients oils, and then we. Put in I think there's like 10 different super berries, like acai berry, gochi berries, like those type of berries literally go in the infusion, in the oils. We do a warm water bath for 30 days. So it's in there, it's warm water um, on the outside and the oil is just getting infused with all the nutrients. Then we strain out the berries. You're left with this really great uh, serum. And then we add a little bit more oil and some essential oils that literally are going to um, overnight. It's such a great and powerful overnight treatment, which is why I love um, putting the using the blue at night during bedtime. It's really that intensive type of treatment, uh, and then you also get the um, sugar scrub. Sweet Revenge is also coming comes with that package. And the Sweet Revenge uses um, a couple of enzymes as well as sugar and oil. It's an oil sugar scrub to help exfoliate. Exfoliating off that dead skin is also extremely helpful helpful for your skin to look
1: really good. Amazing. I'm going to grab it all. (laughs) Are you good to move on to sun protection or anything else on skin?
0: No, I think that's it. I think, I mean, that's the main point. So of course I've got, I, I've been, I'm starting to do more Facebook lives again and I'm going to be diving into a lot of skincare. Pro- um, I mean, I could go on and on. There's a lot of things I could teach people, but I think for now that's a great starting point. And then if anybody has questions, they can always reach out to my team at um, support at primallifeorganics.com if you have questions
1: as well. Awesome. Trina, That I mean, I'm literally going to like grab all that stuff. That sounds incredible um so much information any other info before we switch over to sun protection any resources anywhere people can go to find out more
0: i actually wrote a book it's an ebook it's a free for your uh, audience free download and it's called how to be a clean beauty snob and i i titled it that because that's what i consider myself a clean beauty snob as a snob I, once I know something as a snob, you are like, nope, your nose is up. And you're like, I am not doing that. I'm not using that anymore. I'm going to find a better way. Um, so I want to teach people how to be a clean beauty snob because the word clean beauty, if you notice once you start reading those skincare labels and you think you're green, clean, you know, they're advertising it as this, and you look at the label and it has water listed, you're gonna start to get disgusted. And then I have more tips on how to actually read a skincare label and know if your skincare is clean, I say clean, green, and legit. And you can be a clean beauty snob. So you'll have the links. Um, for people to get the free download. It's incredible. Power, like the knowledge is so powerful.
1: And that's so huge because skincare is expensive. And so if we're going to make the investment, like let's know that what we're getting is actually going to work and it's actually going to be good for us. So I love that everyone can walk away and be an empowered consumer. Okay, so now I'm so excited for this next topic, (laughs) sun protection. And thank you. So what prompted me reaching out to you was you shared something on one of your platforms. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel seen. You showed this video of, it was like, you're walking at the beach and you're walking through the aerosols and like duck and cover. It's, I mean, you walk through the beach and I watch these people. It's like, once you know, you can't unknow. Once you see, you can't unsee. I see these people spraying this stuff on their kids. You can smell it everywhere. It's a chemical, pardon me, storm. And it's going on our skin. And you have to like not try to breathe it in. So that being said, I want to know why you created this line. Obviously, you feel the same about these things that are happening. And just like we did with the skin with the um you know the dangers in our in our skin products, I want to definitely have people walk away with a knowledge and understanding of why these things should not be in our sunscreen, um what to watch out for, and what to what to look for.
0: Yeah, oh my god, a storm. That yeah, is so true. And and you know, breathing it in is horrible. Like you're breathing those chemicals in. Nothing should be aerosol um aerosolized like that, especially that you're spraying on kids and around kids. It drives me insane. It's one of my pet peeves that I see people and I know it's because they don't know and they think they're doing good by putting sunscreen on themselves and their kids, but the truth is the sun isn't as big of a threat as we're Being told it is. And in fact, those chemicals that you're spraying on your skin or putting on your kit, the sun is baking them into your skin. So we talk about the absorption. The sun will actually bake those into you faster. And it's actually more damaging if you're putting those chemicals on your skin than if you did without. There are better ways. Like even if you don't want to use any kind of oil or anything else, put a sun shirt on like take it off where, you know go off for 20 minutes your first time and then put a sun shirt on build up your body's natural defense because you know you can i like you can look at me i'm tan you can tell that like i'm someone who's going to say not say stay indoors and don't go outside unless the sun's not out <laughs> i mean i love being outside so that's one of the reasons i had to make a sun protector i had to make a sun protector that was safe for my kids um We, the story behind it, it's really funny. It's actually a really great story. We, my, so my kids were, um, my daughter was probably about four, five, five, and my boys were three. And because we had them so close and there were three of them, we didn't travel for the first five years and we were getting ready to go to Mexico. And it was three weeks before we were leaving and it never dawned on me. Eventually I was in Florida at the time at an event and my husband sends me a text and it says, We leave in three weeks. What are we going to do for sun protection? And I went, I have no idea. I didn't even think about it because it really wasn't that big of a deal when they were so little. And I thought, oh, my God, I got to figure this out. I have three weeks. So I literally started doing my research and I came up with a recipe and I sent it to my girl who was making stuff in the kitchen for me. And I said, can you just throw this together and I'll figure it out? We'll tweak it. But I I need to figure this out by three weeks because I got to take it with me. And lo and behold, I got a, a recipe together. We made it. I took the batches with me to, to Mexico and we, it worked so good. I was like, what the heck? So the key that I, the, the key thing that I found, this blew my mind. It's the water. It's the same thing as the water. Red raspberry seed oil has a natural SPF between 40 and 60. 40 and 60. Wow. When I saw that, I was like, right? I was like, what? Are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? It's not all inclusive. So you do need to blend it with other things. You don't want to just put red raspberry seed oil on your skin. So I researched other oils that are safe or have a high SPF. And so a bunch of things come up. Actually, almost every oil has sun. like, think about it. The plants are out in the sun. <laughs> they have to develop some sort of protection themselves, right? So um, it's, it's not the baby oil type of um, slathering it on that, I of course, I did when I was in my teens. Um, but the oil, like coconut oil, um, a lot of them are like around eight to 12. But red raspberry mm-hmm. seed oil is way up there. Um, coconut oil is is mid. And then um, there is carrot seed oil has a really high SPF. I think it's sandalwood has a really high SPF as well. So I took a blend of all of these oils and um, some essential oils and created a couple versions. So there's a spray that had... That's and, the one I love. Again, I'm like obsessed yeah, you, with this one. The spray. Yeah, my daughter, I love that one too. We use that one. If you have a base tan already, that one's the best. That one's what I use, but you really should have a base tan already because it doesn't have like a block on it. So if you're out too long, keep reapplying or make sure you put a hat on after a while. Of course, it's the same as any other type of sun protectors. It's only as good as you are monitoring how good it is because the sun sneaks up on you. And the water washes it off, sweat will wash it off. So you have to either reapply and just be cognizant of your skin tone and, you know, the sun strength and all of that stuff. Um, But The other two forms that come in in either the tin or a push-up stick have non-nano zinc oxide in them. You don't want nano zinc oxide. Nano zinc oxide can be absorbed through the skin. So you want non-nano, which means the particles are too big to be absorbed through the skin. So they're going to literally sit on top of your skin and block. It's like you have an umbrella on your skin and it blocks the sun rays. Now, mind you, the whiter, that's the white stuff. So when people put the white and their nose looks white, that's the white stuff. Mine, the way that I designed it is um, you can put it on as thick as you want, or you can put it on as thin as you want. The thicker it is and the whiter it is, The better the protection, the thinner it is, and the less the whiteness that you see on your skin. If you rub it in, you can almost rub it in, so you don't even see it. You'll still get that protection; it's just not as heavy of a protection. So that would be like when you're outside and you've already got a base tan, but you want you still want that um, that protection, that block on. Um, But if you're, you know, for kids, putting it on a little bit thicker is always good, especially if they're in and out of the water. Um, But my primary ingredient is red raspberry seed oil. And I don't do a testing. I truly believe that SPF numbers are, um, while the product might say a certain number is so dependent on application. It's dependent on how long you're wearing it. Like it's dependent on so many factors that it gives people a false sense of security. And, um, then they don't reapply or they don't pay attention. So I've never been one that tested anything. I put it out there. It's a protection that you get to monitor, that you get to decide how white do I put it on? Because truly, to be honest with you, if you put it on super thin, it's going to have a lower number than if you put it on super thick. So there's no way of monitoring how people are putting sunscreens on. Um, so I call it a sun protector. We don't do any kind of testing. We don't do any kind of SPF claim on it. It's simply there for you to be your own judge and use it um, the way that you need it to use to to use it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that transparency. And, you know, I think you brought up some really important points. I think that a lot of the sunscreens out there give people this false sense of security. and You're seeing it everywhere. I feel like on social media, you see people sharing pictures, very scary, of skin lesions that they've had. And then it pretty much always says, wear your sunscreen. And I really think we're missing the mark here because when you slather yourself in sunscreen, especially when it's doused in chemicals, many of which react with the sun and become a carcinogen, Mm -hmm. you can look at ewg.org is a great website. We'll link that below. Check your sunscreens on there, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit, I know. But the chemicals in the sunscreens that we have all grown up using can cause cancer. So if we're starting to look at skin cancer and we're starting to say things like, wear your sunscreen, can we also add a disclaimer to check the ingredients in your sunscreen? Also, sunburn has a place. It's a signal that we've been in the sun too long, and some of the sunscreens block sun rays, but not the actual rays that are damaging. So you don't get sunburn, but you're also not getting that indicator that it's time to get out of the sun. So what's happening is we're spending longer chunks of time in the sun, often during peak time, with no indicator that it's time to get out. Our bodies are very naturally intuitive and we need to tap into the signaling. The other thing I want to share, and I'm just getting a better understanding of this, so I need to delve deeper, but you know, you think about the way that we're designed and we're seeing more and more skin cancer. And that's got to bring up questions about sunscreen because people are wearing more sunscreen than ever. But this is our environment. Like we're designed to be around the sun. And so how can something that we're designed to live around kill us? And you think about, you know, the different colors of light that are around in the morning and in the evening, the red that we now know about, like therapeutic red light, everybody's seeking out That is the light that we're exposed to, sunrise and sunset. And so you think about these people that worked outside all day, the majority of humans did for so long, and we didn't see skin cancer. Well, they were being exposed to this red and near-infrared light spectrum that, from what I've heard and done more reading on, it primes our melatonin, which helps protect us from the sun. So you go out during the morning, you get this red light exposure, you build this natural protection, and then you're out in peak sun. Whereas we go out typically now, peak sun at the beach, 11 to five, doused in aerosol sunscreen, sit out and cook, and then wonder why we're seeing more skin cancer. Like in our home, and it sounds like you do this too, we are beach lovers, we love the sun. We're very conscious of the time when we're out there. Like we tend to avoid peak sun. If I go out, it's usually in the morning. If we have our kids at the beach, we try to be done by 11 or we try to go like around four for the evening. It's not, we don't sit out in peak sun. Um, And if we do, we're definitely wearing, you know, things like your products. We're wearing some protective clothing. I think we do need to be aware. It's not like this. Don't put anything on ignorance. But, you know, again, people sharing this message where your sunscreen prevents skin cancer, it's not that black and white. And I think we just need to have a bigger Um, ability to have the conversation around all these things. And I love your explanation of the red light. I had not heard that, so i have to look into that a little bit more. I knew about
0: melatonin, but I didn't even think about the red light exposure from Sun up and sundown, which, by the way, is the name of my sun products. The sun up and sundown, so it's kind of funny. But um, the other piece of it, you know, when you talk about skin cancer, why is it so prevalent if we're all using our sunscreens? Um, The other piece of it, and I actually wrote an article a long time ago about how you are you eating your sun protection, because if your diet is healthy. You you know you look back if we look back at our ancestors like you're talking about that are you know as human beings we were born to be in the sun sun up to sundown we were eating healthy you know plant based healthy diets um, we weren't eating artificial ingredients and all of these um, types of hormones and everything that's in um, the diet today. Everything's artificial. Um, all of that causes inflammation. But if you're eating berries and you're eating whole foods and vegetables and, and the good foods loaded with antioxidants, that's the other great thing about red raspberry seed oil on your skin is it's it's one of the highest oils with antioxidant protection. So as the sun is beating down on your skin, same thing when you're eating high antioxidant rich foods, your, the antioxidant actually prevents free radical damage. So the sun creates free radicals, whereas the red raspberry seed and your skin should be fighting the re, uh, free radical damage right there at the skin, neutralizing it, and no damage happens. So there's a lot of factors coming into play as to why skin cancer is on the rise. And it's not necessarily, like you said, it's not necessarily because you know the fix isn't put more sunscreen on it. The fix is eat healthy, put the right type of skincare on your skin and be out at the right time using the right um, modalities. So like you, if we're out during the mid sun or the peak sun, we're wearing our, you know, sun tops and things like that, hats and whatever, um, sitting under the umbrella, you know, if we're not in the water, that kind of stuff. But it's, you know, you got to watch your diet. You've got to make sure, you know, and like the sun is so good and the nice thing about my products is you're not necessarily blocking that vitamin D production, so you're still going to get it um, at, at the, with the sun up. Both all of the forms you you'll block it a little bit more because of the zinc oxide in the other two,
1: but the spray um, you're still you're still going to be making your vitamin D, which is really important for health. So lovely, you know. I look back just real quick because I know we got to wrap up in a minute here, but I look back when I was little, I burned all the time, and I mean I was eating typical. Tibble- Cool, standard American diet and I was being doused in sunscreen. And I don't know, you know, was it my diet was the sunscreen? Cause I go out now and I, I don't burn. I tan, I get a really, yeah. really nice healthy glow. Um, but it, I was literally like, I almost thought I was allergic to the sun. My skin would hurt so badly. So, you know, who knows what it was for me. And I think that's the case with a lot of people. And I know we want to talk about the website, the ewg.org. I mentioned it earlier. I know you've got some insight that you want to share, um, for that as a resource for people.
0: Yeah, the EWG. So there's a bunch of companies out there. Um, EWG is one of them. There's another one called, um, is it Carrot or something like that? I can't remember. And then there was the other one that was on the phone. I don't pay too much attention. Obviously, I can't even remember their names. Here's why I, I think that they have great intention. However, when I teach you how to read a skincare label, you will notice that there are things, or maybe you won't notice, I'll point it out to you. There are things that they omit in all of their ratings. And that is the fact, are the ingredients organic? If they're not organic, they are still polluted with toxins. Think glycosate, glyphosate, think fertilizers, think, you know, that type of stuff. Also, they're omitting the water. They don't even recognize water as a harmful ingredient. So if water is 70% of a product and it contains all these drugs that I talked about, heavy metals and pollutants, um, even it can have radioactive material, all of this stuff. And they're saying that they're not even looking at that as an ingredient. That's a huge problem for me. Now, don't think I didn't try to contact them. I mean, I tried to contact all of these um, associations or these companies and give them my insight and ask them if I could help them make their site better. Um, They want nothing to do with that. In fact, what I've noticed on the EWG site, now this is my own opinion, it's my observation as to what has happened over the years. They went to a model where before, a long time ago, just to let you know, like years ago when they first came out, all of my products were listed on there. It was free. And my products all rate at a zero. Um, Maybe one, uh, they'll get a one because of lavender oil. Lavender oil sometimes is a flag just because of its properties. Um, But then they went to this uh, model where they were charging companies for every product that you put on there, you have to pay to have it on there. What they discovered is that companies that have chemicals in them aren't gonna want people to know that. So they're not gonna pay for that. This is my own opinion. This is what I'm assuming happened. Because recently I went and looked at some companies' products. I was asked by some clients or customers to, hey, can you tell me this? Uh, This is what the EWG says. So I went and looked at the EWG. What I discovered is that they are rating things. If companies buy or pay to have their product on there, this is what it looks like they are a chemical that's in their ingredient list is given an okay and and it basically says that they have looked at this ingredient in this product by this company and deemed that it is safe in this product by this company but other brands that use this ingredient may not be safe to use i'm sorry hmm. as a consumer that scares the life out of me. So I don't know what that's all yeah. about, but just a warning if you can learn how to read a label, first of all, I gave you the biggest tip get rid of water. They're yeah. not even searching for that. Make sure all the other tip that I give in my Clean Beauty snob is um make sure the ingredients are organic. They're not looking for those things. If you learn as a consumer how to do it, it's su- super easy then you don't need those companies telling you because they're not really, they're greenwashing it. They're not really looking at the stuff that matters. Um, and especially if you're getting rid of the chemicals, if you're looking for what I'm telling you to look for, you're not even gonna have to worry about those, those companies. So that's my feel on um, the EWG and those other platforms. Um, I used to like them. I used to think that they were really good, but I'm seeing some things on there that make me just go, oh boy. This is just another one of those companies that just went down the wrong, the wrong path.
1: Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate if that's the case. And like you said, though, now people, you know, the information that was shared in here, um, people might not need that anyway. We're so empowered to know what to look for in our labels. So thank you so much, Trina. I want to leave you with just one last question. And that is, if we had one thing we could do for our skin every single day, what would it be?
0: Well, I mean, honestly, I would just have to say just use the right products. I mean, seriously, it's it's so easy to look better when you're just using healthy products. Like I can tell you to face tap. I can tell you to use treatments, you know, sonic vibration. I have a sonic wand that, you know, you can use that enhances stuff. But honestly, if you just make the switch to healthy ingredients, you're going to see a huge difference. And then everything beyond that just works better. Everything that you do beyond that
1: just works better. That makes so much sense. Well, thank you. This has been such an informative episode. I so appreciate you taking this time. All the resources are going to be linked below. So enjoy. And Trina, thank you so much.
0: Thank you. It was a pleasure chatting. And of course, I always love talking about this topic. So we'll chat soon again, hopefully about dental.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, People can check that stuff out on your website and then we'll do another episode probably later in the year. Awesome. Thanks, Trina. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I am like so excited to grab some more of her stuff. Her products are incredible. The ones that I've used, and I'm definitely going to be trying out some more. Remember we have a discount code and a specific link for all of her products. You can find that on beinspiredmama.com. That's beinspiredmama.com. Go ahead and check out my shops page and you can see everything there along with our discount code. I hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, I love to hear your reviews. And if you feel inspired to share this message with a friend or family member that can benefit from this content, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you.